This is Uncovering Sports. Welcome to Uncovering Sports. I'm Cactus Hamilton Barrett, joined as always by the jester himself, Brendan Coleman. <laughs> and we begin this week like we do every week on Uncovering Sports, chatting about what happened. Sure. I've been watching March Madness. What about you? <laughs> Haven't been able to take my eyes off of it. I've been really enjoying it. It's a great uh, change for us in the Uncovering Sports office when uh, an event comes around that we don't know the ending to, because we just get to watch it and have fun. Just remember why we like sports. Exactly. <laughs> and we don't care who knows either. Yeah. We like sports. Makes it, me feel young again. It does. <laughs> it's like being a kid all over. Yeah. You get your bracket on. You got teams to cheer for. Just because. Yeah. Team names. Who knows? You yeah. pick your reason for why you like that team. Exactly. You can list any number of reasons. I spoke to a guy this week who is obsessed with March Madness. Loves it. Literally has taken two weeks off of work, not to go to the games, but just to sit in a bar with as many TVs as possible, watch every game that he can. Now, he realizes that Monday through Wednesday, there's no games at all. That uh, was trivial to him. Okay. He, that was prep time. Okay. okay. Get ready for the next round. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. said, okay, who do you have winning in your bracket? And he said, oh, I don't do brackets. I watch it for the love of the game, man. The brackets change the way that you watch. And I could sympathize <laughs> on one hand. Sure, yeah. Because some things do change the way you watch. If you listen to the show, it's probably changed how you watch the NFL or the MLB or if you're a brave, brave soul of the NBA. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess he's got a point. Fancy football can change the way you watch football. I, I think to an extent it does, <laughs> right? Yeah. You're cheering for things and for teams that you may not necessarily usually go for. Or, I mean, in my case, you know, I have my hard and fast don't draft an eagle rule because I, I can't cross <laughs> that boundary. I'll never want them to do anything good. Yeah. So I I can't. It's like, it's my marking out moment, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But we all have that. It can backfire you if you really need a player and the best one available is an eagle and you're just like, well, who cares? <sighs> yeah. And then that guy you goes play off. play a man down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens sometimes. Yeah, yeah. It's going to happen. How's your bracket doing? My bracket is doing fantastic so far. Really? I mean, it's busted. (laughs) Sure, yeah. It just so happens that everybody's is busted. Everyone's bracket is busted (laughs) after this last weekend, where some of the top contenders went out. And this is real-life upsets. Really fun. But because everyone's bracket is busted, is no one's bracket busted? You're just playing for whoever's got whatever left now, clinging on to Virginia for dear life. If you didn't pick Virginia, you're just watching for the love of the game at this point. (laughs) I guess that's true. (laughs) And you know, that's why you should always do a bracket. By the end of it, it won't matter. Right, exactly. And in the beginning, there's so many games, I'm not invested in every single one of them, unless I I put my name on one of those teams. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I say, you know what? Florida tech ah. see there's so many go <laughs> yeah. florida tech a and m southern they're cinderellas this yep. year <laughs> uh, you, yeah you sometimes you go for the underdog just for that mm-hmm. there's gonna be an upset somewhere and i'm calling it early florida tech a and m southern southern <laughs> it's going all the way next year baby <laughs> 
That's a mouthful. What's their mascot? They're the uh, the rattlesnakes. Is there snakes in uh, southern Florida? There's crocs. They're the crocs. That's They're what it crocs. is. Thank you. Yeah, I forgot. They're the crocs. Yep. Sure, sure. Well, with March Madness getting down to the wire, being that it's April now, usually March Madness ends in early April. Mm-hmm. Don't ask us why. <laughs> That means NBA season starts soon, much to everyone's chagrin. Mm-hmm. The long, grueling preseason is almost Finally over. coming to an end, <laughs> putting us all out of our misery. A lot of people say the NFL needs to do away with the preseason. It's four meaningless games, <laughs> and people just get hurt. You might as well just either start the season earlier or just have training camp through there. This is about four games. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, every game was worth a whole lot more in football. But the NBA has an 82-game preseason. <laughs> Seems excessive. It's like six months long. <laughs> is that necessary? There's very little about the NBA that I would call necessary. <laughs> I would have to agree with that. Very little. And we've voiced our displeasure about the nba once or twice on this show oh have we i think it's come up in the past (laughs) yeah how could it not not often but it it has (laughs) and i think watching march madness highlights exactly the problems that the nba has because the nba has its whole weird tournament format after they seed for 82 games (laughs) they figured out who's going to be playing in the tournament but they leave out the fundamentally best part of the college tournament, which is that it's sudden death. Yeah, that is by far what makes it so exciting. If March Madness had to start March 1st so that every team could play a 3-5 or 7-game series, that would not hold anyone's interest. No way. But it's a, it's a winner-takes-all 64 team bracket that resolves itself in a couple of weeks. We don't have an 82 game seeding session to then play a quote unquote playoffs as they like to call their tournament. Playoffs? I don't know why they're talking about playoffs. (laughs) Me neither. They do it in the series format. That means you don't even have to tune in until game three or four, depending on when the first elimination game may be taking place. Yeah. Just cheap dollars there, the first first three games. (laughs) That's what a dollar comes down to, ultimately. But please, Adam Silver, look across the aisle (laughs) at your collegiate counterpart. Look at what they're doing right, which is essentially everything. Look at what you're doing wrong. Again, essentially everything. (laughs) What are they doing right? Is there anything they're doing right at this point in time? I mean, they swerved us with the Lakers, I guess, if you can call it that. By missing the playoffs? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Good job. Say what you will. We asked for change. (laughs) We're not going to have a LeBron James final. Probably the biggest change in that sports scene in a number of years. That wasn't half of the equation I wanted to change. (laughs) (laughs) No. You will be excited to know that you will be getting the Warriors. Sure, sure. It's going to be a fun time. Cannot wait. 
I could probably delay it a little. (laughs) If I had to. Now, I did hear uh, a few days ago some LeBron trade rumors. The Lakers are getting sick of him. They want him out. Sure. Highly doubt it, but could be a good way to get him back into the East to reboot their <laughs> their uh, story. <laughs> there's a there's a playoff team in need of that yeah. last piece of the puzzle. <laughs> we may see a LeBron James final yet. Oh yeah. Adam Silver gets his man. <laughs> <laughs> his man's actually Steph Curry, but right. he's also favors LeBron quite a bit, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Do you think he's ever just gonna pair him up? Just get it over with. I mean, I honestly <laughs> thought that's where it was going this offseason is LeBron can't beat him, so he joins him. Yeah. Just like all the others <laughs> that fell before <laughs> Steph's might. <laughs> but we haven't got there yet. And I say yet because there's, there's still time. Many years to go on this. <laughs> but enough about the basketball preseason. Mm-hmm. Their season starts soon. We will have the ultimate displeasure of covering them in soon enough time. Baseball season started this week. It also started last week, but it started this week as well with its traditional opening day. All 30 teams playing. Sure. Mariners off to a 5-1 and one start after that. Hey. After sweeping it in Tokyo, they come back, take three games... On the Boston Red Sox in a game, a series that we like to call Mike Peterson's Wet Dream, <laughs> and baseball is back. Ichiro doing his part in Seattle still. Yeah, he picked a good time to come back and immediately retire. He knew what he was doing. <laughs> they need him to retire every month. Just start I, each month with five wins. I foresee that being the case. <laughs> if not Ichiro, bring someone else back. To quickly retire. You know, I think Griffey, he's got another game in him. We've been talking about it. He looks like he's in the best shape of his life. <laughs> yeah. Bring yes. him back. All he needs to do is play in one game. He's reactivated. Hit a couple homers for old time's sake. Retire. Ten wins. <laughs> Ten. Ten. And yeah. he's Griffey. Yeah, sure. Wow. All right. Because he's winning the game he's playing in also. <laughs> so. <Duh>. Yeah. <laughs> So, can we go ahead and pencil the Mariners in to the World Series now? If the season ended today, and we played this game last week, yep. we're going to play it every week. Yeah. The <laughs> Until season... they fall out of first place, <laughs> we're playing this game. If the season ended today, the Mariners are the top seed in the American League. From the longest playoff drought in the uh, MLB to the top seed. That's quite a turnaround. It is, yeah. If the season ended today. And they knocked the Red Sox out of the playoffs. Red Sox out of contention. Right at the end of the season. <laughs> yeah. One of the worst <laughs> records in the AL. From first to worst. That hurts. Yep. Ouch. And it's kind of been uh, a topsy-turvy, upside-down kind of opening weekend. They they sunk a bunch of the top teams this weekend. A lot of slow starts. You see this a lot especially in baseball. It's their bread and butter. They like to give a bunch of the also-ran teams a hot opening because now is the the time that they're going to get ticket sales because once they're out of contention, and unfortunately it can happen rather quickly in baseball, (laughs) you still have like 80 more, 90 more, 100 more games to play. (laughs) And you need to sell tickets, and you're not going to be selling as many as you are if your team gets off to a hot start. And people have a little bit of faith. 
I've been to many Mariners games in my life, and you get into August and September, you're pretty much at the game, you're by yourself. So. <laughs> and you got to go for basically free. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Those $8 tickets. <laughs> yep. And that's, I mean, it's trying to get butts and seats at the end. So load up up front while you can still get a, a good rate for your tickets. <laughs> You're still going to get eyes on the ball games because everyone wants to tune in at the beginning of the season as well. Right. There's not as many advertising dollars going towards the Mariners at the end of the season. And you know what the flip side of that? As uh, the Patriots taught us, everyone loves an underdog. <laughs> so these struggling teams at the beginning of the year, we're going to see them all. <laughs> yeah, we are. We sure are. They're setting up a lot of underdog stories. Red Sox and Yankees, boy, two up-and-coming teams haven't don't have a lot of, on their record, but maybe they can slog their way through the AL East and make it to the top and knock down those dastardly Tampa Bay Rays. Who, Mike Peterson said, there's a sleeper. He called it. It's the Rays, mm-hmm. and they're 3-1. and one. He knows his stuff. So uh, watch out, league. Because they're coming. Not everyone was an underdog. I'll say that. You got to have villains, right? Sure, sure. So the Dodgers just pick up where they left off, looking uh, to put up gaudy numbers every week with a still pretty stacked roster. They don't need Machado. <laughs> they don't need Machado. That's what, yeah, they got rid of him. They, they let him go. They let him go, yeah. They broke up with him. <laughs> I will say uh, also, obviously, uh, our. our Big two free agents got their opening uh, week wins. You're obviously not going to pay these dudes, you know, 300 plus million and have them drop the opening weekend. So Bryce Harper hits some home runs as he does, Mm -hmm. strikes out a lot as he does. (laughs) Machado doesn't look great in the first game, but looks good for the series. They win three games to one. So Padres are up. Best start they've had since 2015. First time they've had a winning record since 2015. Oh, my God. <laughs> All it took was to win the first game of the season to get a winning record. <laughs> when they were 1-0, and it was the first time they had a winning record since 2015. Gosh. Let that sink in. I wonder how much Padres tickets cost at the end of the year. <laughs> They did make a great point. I watched that first game, and uh, they did make a great point about saying that as soon as Manny Machado was signed, they sold out a whole bunch of games. <laughs> so I guess there's something to it. Mm-hmm. You sign the big names, and you put butts in seats. That's all it takes. Maybe that's all it takes. We we laughed at the Bryce Harper deal, but I believe <laughs> they were sold out there as well. They just need 32 stars. Sprinkle them throughout the league. Yeah, if you can get one on each team, you're getting sellouts. Or you retire yours and you get some free wins in the case of each row. Yeah. <laughs> you do what you got to do, I guess. Yeah. I will say I, I did watch the Padres and Giants games, and I, as the Padres may have won 3-1, to one, but they booked those games pretty well. Uh, if you're a Giants fan, yeah, you lost several games. Not a lot of offense to be excited about there. But you did have some classic Padres moments. Will Myers missing the bag and <laughs> out because he didn't touch a base. Classic. Classic. Vintage. Vintage stuff. You know what the Giants might need? Turn their season around? A star. They should have signed Bryce Harbor. 
They tried. <laughs> and Well, what's Barry Bonds doing? Hey, bring him back for a game. <laughs> Retire him. Retire him. <laughs> We've talked about this strategy. It's known to work. Now, the Yankees have the most former stars, so if we play this game too long... <laughs> oh, boy. Yankees are going to have a perfect season. Yeah. <laughs> they can bring one back a week, yeah. and on a 5-10 to 10 game average cycle through all of them they're gonna we give them access to the time machine and they'll go get babe friend of the show and uh that's 25 games right there oh yeah (laughs) let's not give them any more ideas no no. luckily we're out of fuel the babe did go back to 1927 which is where we picked (laughs) him up from he's doing great things there doing great things friend of the show if you haven't had a chance to check out our episodes with babe ruth Go back and, and check him out from this time last year. He's just a, a, a heck of a guy. <sighs> Baseball. It's back. Basketball. Just kidding. It's starting. It's starting. <laughs> it's also back. And football just makes me so excited for the season. Every time I, I cling to every little offseason thing, I'm like, oh, they're building a, a good season already. Mm-hmm. Draft day. Yep. Less than a month. I will not tell you how many mock drafts I've looked at. <laughs> <laughs> who, are, who are the Broncos taking? Cowboys don't have a first-round pick this year. Yeesh. So yeah. you can't get as excited, right? That's true. Yeah, that's always rough. It's okay. Broncos are uh, maybe taking a quarterback. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're in the market for one, right? Well, they do have an elite one, so I don't know why they would want another one. Sure, He's sure. entering the prime of his career. All, everyone's got always back on this one, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Everyone believes this time. Uh-huh. He may have screwed the pooch a time or two in the past, but he <laughs> nailed it this time. Yep. This is the one. <laughs> he knows how to scout a quarterback. <laughs> well, he knows what not to look for. Yeah, he's made a few mistakes. Now he knows what not to look for. Don't trust the inexperienced youth. Right? You don't know what you're getting in him. Yeah. I mean, he got Osweiler, who is compared to Flacco, right? And then he got Paxton, who is compared to Flacco. And then... He thought, why do I keep getting guys (laughs) compared to Joe Flacco? (laughs) I could just go get Joe Flacco. He went out and he got his man. (laughs) No matter the cost. Which was pretty affordable, I think. Pretty low cost. (laughs) Hey, we don't give them enough credit. <laughs> he knew what he was doing. Yep. He likes the Joe Flacco type. No one embodies the Joe Flacco type <laughs> better than the namesake. <laughs> and, uh, that, not sure is a compliment. But... <laughs> but it is a fact. It is a fact. It is an inarguable fact. <laughs> <sighs> well, March Madness is going to wrap up. I'm sure we'll have more to say on that as it's uh, what we're most excited about right now. Yeah. Baseball is going to soldier on. We're going to keep you updated on what's happening in the MLB all season long. Now that opening day excitement is dying down, we'll be able to dig in, see where they're going with things there. You're not going to want to miss it. Stay tuned to Uncovering Sports. Deuces. Deuces.